0: Interrupt your regular broadcast to bring you this important news bulletin. River Radio has arrived. Beautiful. Tell your friends. But don't forget to wear
1: your mask. That's
0: right. <laughs>
1: now to continue with the tape recording.
2: Da 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 da
0: Windsor Windsor. Ascot Ascot. Maidenhead Maidenhead. Bracknell Bracknell. Wokingham Wokingham. Henley Henley. Reading The Voice River Radio Of the Thames Valley
1: Joined us for Stage Door. (laughs) We should have said that together. We have a fantastic hour for you talking all things theatre, film, and arts, including Uh,
2: lifting the curtain, giving you the inside info of all that's going on nationally, locally, and digitally.
1: And we're snooping around backstage to bring you the news and the gossip. And then, of course, we'll highlight our pick of the week.
2: You can join us and take part in Name That Show,
1: where we ask you to guess the musical from three brief clips of songs. Then there's our quick quiz, and I hope I can do as well as Roddy. You'll be fine. Later on in the show, don't miss Out of the Vault, where we share the plot from a show that you might not have heard of.
2: And then don't miss our Spotlight interview, where Joe interviews a cast member from the new production of Pippin.
1: And that's all coming before midday here on Stage Door. You're live across the Thames Valley. This is the wonderful River Radio. Well... We've got a new co-host today, Mark. Hello, hello. <laughs> I'm sure everybody could tell that it was a different voice. It wasn't Roddy today.
2: Roddy's yes, not not quite the diction and beautiful articulation, the vocal skills of Roddy.
1: But <laughs> no, but and you're not dressed like him either because he always dresses completely crazy. Um, but anyway, hopefully Roddy is listening in. It's his uh, holiday week this week. fabulous. He'll be back next week. Um, So yeah, so Mark, you are uh, the M of Jam Theatre, which is fantastic. And uh, you know so much about theatre, music, productions, you do it all. So it's quite exciting. We're going to get to uh, know a little bit more about you in a moment. But one of the things we do at the show is name that show. And uh, we're going to have a little listen, see whether you can tell me uh, in a minute. Name that show. All right, have a listen to this. Tell me if you know what it is. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course you I know what I've it is. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if anybody knows what that is, please email in at joe at river. or studio at river.radio. Tell us what you think that is. But I'm going to play it one more time and see what you think. It's such an iconic.
2: It's difficult not to sing along.
1: It is. Yeah, I'm glad you know the words though, that's really (laughs) cool So that's our first little clip for Name That Show It's the song from the show, but we want the show title So that might confuse you just a tad even, who knows But anyway, before we lift the curtain, let's uh, find out who you are So, as we said, we have Mark Hartley in the studio today uh, from Jam Theatre. And so, Mark, tell us a little bit about you, your background. Why Why, why did I choose you to co-host today?
2: I, I absolutely have no idea, because I'm not <laughs> usually in front of the microphone. I'm usually behind it. I'm usually actually uh, in your place, where I'm usually moving faders up and down and triggering sound I know, and, and if stuff. you
1: had been, we wouldn't have screwed up the first thing this morning, <laughs> but it would have been fine. So... So you trained at Guildhall School of Music and Drama. Yes, I went,
2: uh, I was one of the first uh, degree students to study jazz trumpet, actually. But we had to, at that time, at Guildhall School of Music and Drama, when you did degrees, you had to do classical music as well as jazz. So I trained in everything. Yeah. Which was a little bit tricky, um, playing a Haydn trumpet concerto alongside a Miles Davis track. But that was kind of interesting. That was, I suppose, what I enjoyed about it. The very Yeah, Absolutely
1: very diverse, and you've continued to be a very diverse human in everything else that you've done as well. So, as far as theatre goes, you started um, film composition at the National... um Film and television?
2: Yeah, at Beaconsfield. Um, yeah. So it's strange that I live kind of just down the road from it now. But um, yeah, I, I, uh, at Guildhall, I loved Guildhall because it. I always wanted to go there. Um, had to try several times to get in there, like, um, like, like a lot of the students, um, because it's so varied in respect that it did theatre, opera. You know, you went down one corridor rehearsal rooms and you went from a trumpet player to a recorder player to a classical recorder to a harp score to then someone recite, reciting Shakespeare so lovely so uh, theatre was always to be honest I, um, I'm that old enough to remember Terry Wogan's chat show uh, after the news every day and I, I actually really genuinely wanted to be Cameron Macintosh and you know work in theatre um, but music would, was my thing. Would you want to be Cameron Mcintosh right now? <laughs> well not I mean I wouldn't like to you be making those difficult decisions at the moment and trying to juggle the opening of theatre shows again but yeah
1: yeah but you do I mean obviously you've worked in theatre a lot as a producer and as a production manager and you also have done lighting design everything you can think of probably
2: yeah I I think we we discuss a lot of the time especially also with who we because we both teach um, Mm. young um, creatives who want to enter the industry. And, you know, actually, if you're a creative, it's quite difficult sometimes because you kind of feel like, you know you you want to do everything or try everything and Mm. um, sometimes you feel a bit guilty about that but actually um you know the nature of it is if you're creative and you want to create then um then often you find yourself working in lots of different areas yeah you
1: branch out don't you into, into those things and usually if you're a proper creative you're stimulated by that mentally and creatively and end up being quite successful at it so which you are Thank you. <laughs> Try <Tried> to be. <laughs> I mean, you did a really good doing, um, really great job doing the production management at the Alfresco Theatre a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, working with uh, the local community and
2: bringing them into uh, the lovely venue. And mm. I mean, it was just so wonderful, even despite the rain. Um, it was just lovely to see um, people just being able to hear and uh, experience live performance. Again, yeah, whether it's bands or it kids or
1: or the comedians? Or, yes, you know, exactly. Yeah. It
2: was just lovely, and it was lovely to be able to be part of facilitating that and working with um, the company that was running um, the Alfresco Theatre. Mm.
1: And uh, you and I met, um, golly, nearly twenty years ago. Yes. Yeah? Yeah, probably. Yeah, a little bit (laughs) bit longer, maybe, yeah. Could be longer.
2: Yeah. Well, we kind of didn't meet, though, the first time we worked together. Because we multi-tracked onto an album. We did. So the first time we met was actually probably at the launch of of an album. Yeah, absolutely. um, And we actually did a duet together. uh, On the
1: album, which is still... We should play it sometime. Yeah, it's, it's, sometime.
2: A, it's a fantastic song uh, written by Mike Roberts, who's actually a professor at Gilda School of Music and Drama. And
1: uh, and you were playing trumpet and I was singing.
2: Yeah, and, and we didn't quite realise how, how, you know, it would
1: connect and, yeah. and connect us as well. Absolutely. And uh, until we did the album launch and... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Funny times. <laughs> I know. Well, it feels, feels a lifetime <laughs> away. Um, well, it is. It is. <laughs> All right. So anyway, that's good to get to know you. And you are at JAM. Pretty much 24-7, um, heading up the school there and um, and also working at Borlays Grammar yes, School.
2: Yes, I do some, I do a, a day's teaching at Borlays. so um, using, I, I I'm actually used, this year doing some more design technology teaching because, but through theatre because yeah. everything, uh, everything you can learn is, is, is within theatre, it's amazing and so um, I think ne- this coming year I'm teaching s- even some year sevens I never thought I would be teaching year sevens but mm. um, year sevens um, and doing the mechanics and we're using theatre design as part of that because actually be- the behind the scenes people don't realise that um, although uh, we don't use as many people to move physically move scenery around and lift scenic pieces most Ooh. of its automation and computers but actually the engineering uh, behind it we probably employ just as many people but sure far far more educated and yeah. far far more
1: trained Amazing. to do those jobs now well it sounds very busy so <laughs> let's have a listen and see what's happening around the UK at the moment. That's all right. So we are lifting the curtain and we are deciding uh, what to recommend to you as well in our pick very shortly. So I will talk about the local news, Mark, if that's okay. It's fabulous. Yeah. So we've got quite a few things happening. Um, there was, I just, when I went to get Starbucks earlier, um, noticed on the lovely um, bulletin board there is a show in Maidenhead coming up that I wanted to share with you as well. And that's what I think is great about things like... um local communities where you can advertise things. So uh, The Merry Wives of Windsor is on at Stubbing's House in Henley Road, Maidenhead, uh, until the 31st of July. So it's only a few days left. Um, And that is put on by the Garden Players. And it's in the open air. So if you are into Shakespeare, that will be a really beautiful show. It's in Aid of Child Bereavement, UK as well. So that's The Merry Wives of Windsor at the Stubbing's House, Henley Road, and the book... the website is stubbingsestate.com if you'd like to go and see that i've um um during that
2: the Alfresco fi festival we had the Marlowe players doing a lovely live performance of a radio play but i also wanted to mention the lane end, lane end players mm. i think you can search for them just simply by um googling lane end players um and they're doing the darling buds of may um on the 20 to 21st of august um i don't know if you remember It used to be a TV show Mm. back in the 1980s, um, starring David Jason and Pam Ferris, but it also launched the career of Catherine Zeta-Jones. I mean, she's gone off to do a lot bigger things since then. But their open-air production um, is like on the playing fields in Lane End, um, and it should be a lovely way to sort of celebrate. Uh, I just hope they have the glorious weather we have. Maybe a little bit more cloud Mm. would be nice for them.
1: Well, one thing I'm doing on Friday night is going to Harrow & Hope um, Winery, to uh, watch uh, Firefly Events um, film and to test test, ah. test the wine out, of course. <laughs> um, have a pizza, sit in the deck chair and enjoy uh, what is local. And I haven't been to Heron Hope Winery yet, so I'm really excited about that. We also have... Now, the Wickham Arts Centre, you know, um, has got a lot of stuff happening at the moment. They have a hybrid festival and... Sorry about the background noise, guys. (laughs) Um, Have a hybrid festival running uh, from the August the 6th to the 21st. Now, there's so many different things to get involved with. There's two weeks of performances, workshops, open rehearsals, art exhibition, national and international commissions. Now, I had several... Several weeks ago, early on, we had an um, an interview with people from Sign Dance Collective, which is a sign language and dance company. And they are producing this incredible... Uh, event with uh, uh, funding from the Arts Council as well Uh, so there's so many things Uh, 6th of August is a carnival and especially commissioned performance at 8pm by Lasagna Shabazz Um, so yeah so have a look at that you can go to the Wickham Arts Centre website for any information but there's some really fantastic things and I'll mention this again next week when there's less noise in the background (laughs) so uh, we have at Norden Farm also Uh, We have showing today at two o'clock. Now, this is really interesting. Uncle Vanya uh, from the uh, National. It was... Filmed at the Harold Pinter Theatre last August and it was with Amy Lou Wood and Toby Jones as Uncle Vanya and Sonya Friedman Production. And yes. it won an award recently. I didn't know if you know that. No, I didn't. But Yep, so they were the winner of the Theatre Award for the South Bank Sky Arts Award in 21. So Norden Farm do films and at two o'clock today you can go and sit in a lovely air-conditioned space and watch this award-winning production of Uncle Vanya, which is obviously by Chekhov. Um, and we... Yeah, really do try and support uh, your local places. So, Norden.farm uh, in Maidenhead. If you're not doing anything this afternoon, go at two o'clock today and that will be a really, really great thing to uh, watch. So, I'm just going to uh, head over to what is happening at the Wickham Swan. Mm-hmm. So, there's lots there as well. Um, the Tribute Acts... Galore, we've got Midnight Train to Georgia, which is Gladys Knight. We've got George Michael tribute and Abba tribute, Michael Jackson, Buddy Holly, Simon Garfunkel, you name it. We have incredible comedians. We've got Sarah Millican up there, John Bishop, and loads more. But for children, if parents are desperately wanting to find out what to do with their children, on the 29th of August, Fireman Sam live! Um, and of course, The Horrible Histories are on the 31st of August as well. So uh, have a look there and see if that is any good for your children. Uh, summer workshops in Marlow start next week at JAM. Uh, we, they're singing, dancing, acting, creating, drawing. Uh, Any of those things, you can go to jamtheatre.co.uk if you have kids aged 6 to 11, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think... It's lovely to see the Wickham
2: Swans finally opening, actually, because it's such a a cultural centre for High Wickham area, so it's brilliant. Absolutely. It's finally opening at the end of August.
1: Well, let's have um, a a lovely song uh, for a moment, and then we'll come back with uh, National News. Check one, two,
0: three. Check one, two, three. This is Benny on the dispatch. Yo, attention, your attention. It's Benny and I'd like to mention. I'm on the microphone this morning. Honk your horn if you want it. Okay, we got traffic on the west side. Get off at 79 and take the left side. A Riverside drive, you might slide. Westin's your best friend if you catch the lights. And don't take the distance. In time this weekend. Sorry, Dylan, I can stick food 87. You ain't getting back in again. Hold up a minute. Any hey. Nina, you're home today. Any sign? Of your dad, he's on this way. Anyway. It's good to see your face. Anytime. Hold up a minute, wait. You used to run this dispatcher, right? Once or twice. We we'll check the technique. Yo, there's a traffic accident i have to mention at the intersection of 10th and the Jacob jaw's Center, and check it don't get stuck in the rubber and on the 192nd, there's a double that's a bus wreck now listen up we got a special guest riding direct from a year out west welcome back cause she looks mad. time anytime Nina Wait here with me It's getting hot outside Turn up the
1: AC Stay here with me And that was Benny's Dispatch from the In the Heights movie that's come out. I love the fact that there are musical movies coming out, Mark.
2: Yes. I, I'm gutted, though, because it's actually come out. It's not on the cinemas anymore, I don't think, at the moment, because I've missed it. So I'm going to have to wait for it to come out on streaming, because it's definitely not at the Odeon, I'm afraid.
1: No, but it is available. I've seen it. And um, we
2: have West Side Story, which Side I am Story? absolutely desperate <laughs> about, but that's not until December.
1: I know, that's exciting. But uh, In the Heights is on uh, Disney Oh, is it? Yeah, of course it is. (laughs) Uh, So if you have the Disney Channel, go and have a look at it there. Um, There's quite a few things happening um, nationally. We've mentioned most of them a lot of the time. Um, Lord Chamberlain's Men. Now, I'm quite excited about this. The Lord Chamberlain's Men on tour, all Right, right. We have next week the wonderful Max Marston, who is in that show oh, cool. as our interviewee in the, in the black chair, which is exciting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Have you ever seen the stuff that they do? I haven't, but I've heard quite a lot about them. Um, it's
2: an interesting one because, of course, I'm, ta- I'm assuming they take their name from, obviously, the original patronage back in Shakespeare's yes. time. And all that kind of stuff where you had to have someone wealthy to, uh, to allow you to perform. Yeah. Thankfully, that's not, well, I suppose it, I could say politically it's still the same, but because you could have a very wealthy producer to be able to put a show on in the West End, but, um, but it's a, a very traditional thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, no, and they've been trying to put this particular tour on for a while, as you can imagine. But what's great is that they're up and running again, and, uh, you know, they are doing Macbeth in 90 minutes. Perfect. With no interval. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, Macbeth performed uh, with that interval to avoid mingling with the audiences and potential spread of the virus. Um, uh, it's a very exciting way to do it. Most people have loved it. Uh, the tour started in Salisbury Cathedral at the beginning of June with an audience of 450 people. And audiences typically bring their own seating, which means social distancing can be flexible and arranged. Uh, productions are stripped back with a really simple set. Um, and so for the actors, there's nowhere to hide, you know. Um, so it's going to be really, really good fun. Um, so they're going all over the place. They're coming to Basingstoke. They're definitely coming down the Thames Valley uh, route as well. So I'll go into more details because they're doing 60, more than 60 wow. venues. Yeah, um, They've been going for six weeks and I think they've got another eight weeks to go. So I think that'll be great fun. And we're going to speak, as I said, to uh, Maximilian Marston uh, <laughs> next week. And uh, oh, I, must, I might even see if I can get some free tickets from him. Well, what's absolutely
2: great is, of course, that theatres are actually still taking the kind of keeping people safe very seriously. And, Mm. you know, although they've been wanting to be able to open their theatres properly, um, what I really respect is the fact that producers are still keeping lots of measures in place to keep us safe. So we can go back
1: in confidence. Um, I I get that, but it does really frustrate me that you know, big football stadiums aren't doing the same thing. So yes, but, but, but also we
2: also have, not to get too political on our show, uh, but we also have uh, the government hiding possibly the stats from that football game, um, you know, hiding actually how much transmission actually took place, but um, it's interesting <laughs> <everything>. <laughs> the National <laughs> Theatre um, is actually going to return to full capacity from July the 26th mm-hmm. um, they, so they actually literally from yesterday or Monday they started selling the extra tickets but they are still keeping like one-way systems, mask wearing uh, obviously making sure that people are have some kind of negative test, all those kind of things still in place. Um, so you, if you um, are interested in their three current shows, which is Paradise, Rockets and Blue Lights and Afterlife, um, then you can go and buy... Um, some more tickets um, there are there's also um, the RSC um, again you know that I, I, what I love is the fact is that people are still looking at how they can use outdoor spaces at the moment which is really good to build confidence so the comedy of errors at the RSC's just opened mm-hmm. uh, two huge rave reviews um, it's directed by Philip Green, who is a, a, a basically a master at directing physical comedy, anyway. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's worked on this, but um, they've actually built on the banks of the um, the, the um, oh what river is it? By the RSC, I can't remember. The well, the Avon. <laughs> because it's Stratford-upon-Avon, isn't it?
1: I should have asked (laughs) that in my quiz. Sorry about that.
2: Um, But they've actually built a whole theatre, a stunning temporary addition to the RSC's facilities. um, uh, Substantial donation, obviously, from by the billionaire philanthropist... Oh, I can't even say that. Philanthropist. Thank you. Manfred Gordy and his wife, Lydia, who also also sponsored the gardens already. So Mm. it's, it's fantastic that people are finding a way to keep live theatre live, but also keep it safe for people.
1: Right, so also we've got um, a few weeks ago again, I interviewed Chris Cox, who's in the show in the West End called Wonderville, and it's magic and it's uh, illusion and it's mentalism and all those wonderful things. And this is at the Palace Theatre that opened last night. So, uh, you know, if you want to go in with your families and have some fun and be blown away by... How did they do that? Uh, Chris Cox is one of the people who... Uh, does the magic and is an uh, an advisor to the magic and harry potter uh, films and and stage show as well so he's really really awesome but he's got a team of incredible people as well so that's at the palace theater in london so have a look at that and of course cinderella was delayed a few days wasn't it mark Yes, well, and a, c- a couple of other shows. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you've
2: heard, but Hairspray uh, had to close, sadly, for 10 days. Yes, uh, but we mentioned they, that what, last week. But yeah. the, what I, I, I just love um, how producers are really trying to make this work and keep it going. So they've um, actually just employed, I think, another 12, maybe, or 15 performers who are living, like, separate to the actual cast so that if there's any illness or any self-isolation, they can be switched in. So they've used those 10 days to rehearse up practically a, another cast. That's amazing. Um, just to keep the show sh- show going um, and so that people can enjoy it. Uh, obviously, they're at the Col- Coliseum, which is... a I don't know if anyone... I mean, most musical theatre people might not have gone there. It is lovely. Because it's not usually an opera uh, venue. English-lash opera. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Huge venue. So uh, very airy, very big. So um, go there in confidence to enjoy an amazing musical.
1: Fantastic. And this is River Radio. You can listen on our website, river.radio, on our mobile app for Apple and Android. Just search for River Radio Live. And you can even tell Alexa, play River Radio Live. And coming to soon on DAB as well. Uh, If you haven't checked in on some of the other River Radio programs, you must, must, must head to the website and see what's on because there is such an array of fabulous presenters and fabulous shows uh, that really suits every single person out there. So have a look at that. Right. So, Mark, um, did you have something about a film coming up?
2: Well, I mean, it's quite a tricky time still for cinemas, but I would suggest that people get out there and start supporting their cinemas because they are struggling um, and we don't want to lose them, just like we don't want to lose our theatres. And, of course, with the streaming services, it's quite quite tricky as well because of course disney now are opening launching big movies so many
1: big movies but they're
2: also move opening them directly on digital streaming as well as the cinemas which is killing cinema business Mm. um i kind of understand why they're doing it because the box office numbers for their latest film for Black Widow, although it's an incredible film, and if you're into <laughs> the Marvel universe, go and see it. But um, <laughs> uh, it is, you know, it is down box office numbers for that film. So the investment that these companies have to do is quite tricky at the sure. moment. Um, and we all know about what happened with James Bond and the fact that it's been delayed mm-hmm. so many times that they've had to reshoot it to get the latest technology in it. Because of course, the technology they filmed—the laptops and the phones they were using—are like two and a half years old now. Right. Um, so they're not. So they've had to. Re- Shoot some of the close-up action
1: and only a james bond fan would know that little bit of uh, information yeah
2: well you know uh, <laughs> that that and, and only goodies use apple products you'll notice so so you always know who the goodie is actually because it's given away by the fact they're using an iphone and not an android uh, but that's a little i've just spoilt actually probably most of the films now haven't i well because because apple don't allow baddies to use their products i didn't know that
1: <laughs> did you know that sam <laughs> Yeah, that's
2: that's. I know, and and it has actually given away the plot a little bit in some shows. So, um, so yeah, keep keep keeping that look out for that.
1: All those wonderful Uh, nerdy information. Yeah, sorry, I am a bit
2: of a nerd because I'm a techie. But um, I, uh, but I can't criticize Disney too much because they are obviously producing some very creative product. And what is also amazing, I should say, on the diversity level as well with their productions is that they've just announced all their next kind of marvel films and all the tv shows right you 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 need to find it on youtube because the the diversity in directors um writers and the creative teams behind them is 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 just incredible like they are employing people across the the country um but their tv shows are also amazing um if any of you've got disney plus and got kids and you're you know, uh, want something to watch in uh over the summer, then I can h- highly recommend The Mysterious Benedict Society.
1: Okay, what's that is, about?
2: Uh, it's based on some books, um, and it's about four kids that kind of go under. Oh, I shouldn't really give it too away because I, if I give it too much away, then you spoil the first episode. But all I so therefore, what I'm going to say to keep it short, all right, uh, is watch it. Because it's like Famous Five, but oh, that's so but Clever and uh, beautiful, absolutely beautifully directed, acted, and, and filmed, and and filmed with beautiful graphics and things like that. What's it called stunning. again? Let's get that through. Uh, the Mysterious Benedict Society. So it's on Disney Plus. Okay, uh, but it's you don't have to pay for it because it's free as long as you have Disney Plus.
1: Fantastic. Um, right. So,
2: so don't forget. Coming up later, we have an interview with Jaden Vine. Uh, currently playing theo in london 's Pippin, but now it 's time to reveal our pick of the week
1: and funnily enough, my pick of the week is Pippin. <laughs> uh, I went and saw it last week and was blown away by it and that 's why i 've asked Jane to come back and talk about it so we 'll we'll hear from him shortly uh, but you 've you know the musical pippin don 't you? Yes, you I say that hesitantly well. I think it's it.
2: I'm not too sure if I've ever seen it done brilliantly, but you you've you've raved about this particular production. I, do you know what you you know what it's like when we go to you can't lie. I know you can't lie about shows. I don't so lie about shows. No, you, you find it very difficult. <laughs> it's even. the Aussie
1: in me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I don't. And you and I, when we go to see theatre and have done you know over the last twenty years, we will sit and analyse. You'll look at the lighting bars and the design and <laughs> and that kind of stuff and. And, yeah, I mean, we're, we're quite...
2: Without... Oh, we're with a terrible audience. We oh, don't, we, it's very difficult for us to switch off. And it has to be something very special for us to be able to switch off yeah. our, our, our kind of
1: an analytical brain. Absolutely. And that's exactly where I was going. So thank you for that wonderful description. Um, <laughs> but I did, I just sat back and enjoyed Pippin. Yeah. You know, it's in the Charing Cross Theatre, which is really small. Um, and the story is that you've got this leading player um, who is guiding... The storytelling, I suppose, um, of these people. But the director um, of this, um, who I'm just going to have a quick look, Stephen Dexter, uh, he's done this several times. And he's always wanted to have a cast of eight. Um, and he managed to get wow. permission. So it's only got eight people. It's got eight people. And okay. I think that's what's so beautiful about it. You've probably seen, you know, like when... Wickham Swan have done, like, an arts project or something, like a youth project. Yeah. And there's, like, 200 people in it and things like that. Yeah, and
2: it kind of stretches the material a little bit. Yeah. Um.
1: Well, this this was beautiful. Um, So... It's set in the Summer of Love in 67, and Pippin follows, uh, the musical follows the young prince, called Pippin, with extraordinary dreams and aspirations on his quest to find passion, fulfilment and meaning. And he obviously goes through these experiences um, and isn't satisfied. He keeps searching and searching for something to satisfy his soul. Um, Anyway, the role of Pippin is played by Ryan Anderson, and he was incredible. The the CVs of these guys are just wow um so you've got uh, ian carlisle playing the leading player alex james hatton as lewis daniel crickler uh, gabrielle lewis dodson natalie mcqueen genevieve nicole and jaden vine as theo and the ending is really really cool as well and there's fabulous nods to bob foice's choreography in there as well beautiful set uh, yeah i just i just smiled yeah from start to finish and and in my interview with Jaden as well, um, there's a bit of a conversation about the tension that's brought up, which I love. You know, the fact that theatre is meant to do something with you. You know, it's either meant to challenge you or entertain you, or you know, just take you to a different space or yeah, anything like that.
2: I think that's the beauty of, of live performance, isn't Absolutely. it? Because it can do stuff different, and I different d- things.
1: And I and they had they sort of played instruments as well throughout, and it was just a correct... Cre- oh, I can't even speak clever, creative approach yeah. to it so I do want you to go and see it <laughs> I and have well told been. you that <laughs> um, and you tell me what you think and when, when is it open till? Does it, is, you said it's not
2: on for huge long
1: it's time. on to the 5th of September
2: oh brilliant yeah. so, so it's the whole of the summer so yeah. that's great
1: and it, you know, there's 8 shows a week so it is definitely uh, worth a look but we'll come back to that when we speak to Jaden shortly money
3: money
0: Money makes the world go around, the world go around, the world go around. Money makes the world go around, it makes the world go round. A mark, a yen, a buck or a pound, a mark, a yen, a buck or a pound, it swells, it makes the world go around. That clinking, clanking sound can make the world go round. money, 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 money if you happen bunny to be bunny rich bunny. and you feel like a knight's entertainment, you can pay for the escapade. Bunny if you happen to be rich and alone and you need a companion, you can ring ting-a-ling. for the mate. If you happen to be rich and you find you are left by your lover and you moan and you go not fight a lot, you can take it on the chin, call a cab and begin to recover on <laughs> your 14-carat What? My mixer, the world, go round, the world, go round, the world, go around my main mixer, go round, we both are sure. And we being poor, <laughs> money, 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 money. Oh
1: And that was money, money, money from the musical cabaret. What do we got next? The sun's in my heart, Hello. and I'm
0: ready.
1: So that is our second little example of our name that show. Oh, people have got to get that, surely. You would, yes. <laughs> I, I, well, uh, I think yes. All right, let's pl- play it again, Sam. Do you think you know this one? Let's have a look. I need to. All right, so I'm going to pre- play it one more time. The sun's in my heart, Hello. and I'm ready for love. What do you think, Sam?
0: got to be gene and singing in the rain
1: i think you might be on the right track right, yeah okay. okay you're doing you're doing quite well all right
0: as i only heard half of it
1: yeah yeah <laughs> you've done very well actually you've done very well okay so if you know what this is and if you think sam is correct email in to joe at river.radio or studio at river.radio you've got one more chance to find out uh, whether or not you've got it right now it's time for It's quick quiz time. Okay. Now, Sam, do you want to do this one as well? Yes, please. Okay, fantastic. All right. so
2: That takes the pressure off me then.
1: <laughs> um, so five questions to do anything to do with theatre um, and performing and just good luck is all I can say. Okay. <laughs> Question number one, what dance style would you find a Susie Q in? What dance? Don't answer just yet. Just keep keep it your thoughts we'll come back to the answers in a minute you can write them down what dance style would you find a susie q you know it, don't you sam well i think i know it yeah awesome all right yeah, dances in my forte. <laughs> question so. two name the musical that the song singing in the rain is from question three what does the word strike mean in theater what does the word strike mean in theater question four what is a librettist Not too bad questions this week. And these lyrics. What famous musical theatre song are these lyrics from? Every street lamp seems to be a fatalistic warning. Every street lamp seems to be a fatalistic warning.
0: Did you notice the blind, (laughs) vague look I
2: have currently? I've got an interesting fact about that.
1: Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay, we'll come back to that one. Okay, so once again, questions. Number one was, in what dance style would you find a CQ? Uh, in question two, name the musical that the song Singing in the Rain is from. Three, what does the word strike mean in theatre? Four, what is a librettist? And five, what lyric is this? What musical song is it from? Every street lamp seems to beat a fatalistic warning. Answers on a postcard. <laughs>
0: Chitty chitty bang bang, chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang, chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang. Oh, you, chitty chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang. We love you. And in chitty chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang, what we'll do near, far, in a motorcar, what a happy time we'll spend. Bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang, our fine old friend. Bang bang, chitty chitty, chitty bang. To high low, anywhere we go on, chitty chitty, we depend. Bang bang, chitty, chitty, bang bang, our fine fold friend, friend. Bang bang, chitty, chitty, bang bang. Chitty you,
1: chitty britty,
0: chitty bang bang chitty chitty, chitty chitty bang bang, we love you And, and chitty in chitty 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 bang bang Chitty chitty bang bang, what we'll do? Be chitty bar, chitty in a motor car oh, what a happy time we'll spend
3: Chitty bang bang,
0: chitty bang bang, chitty 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 bang bang.
1: And there's Chitty Chitty Bang Bang for all you kids listening out there. Such a great song. OK, so the answers for our quick quiz. Are we ready, Mark and Sam? The first question was, in what dance style would you find a Susie Q? Sam, you were looking confident. Oh, well, I was until I, I thought about it. OK. <laughs> then I realised, no. Uh, I
3: was thinking rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Rock.
1: Okay, it can be found in Lindy Hop. Yeah, I, but what yeah, are you I was going to say Lindy Hop or something like that. It's it really often found in tap. That's really what uh, is the main okay. genre. Okay. Uh, second question is kind of also merging in with our name that show. So, name the musical that the song "Singing in the Rain" is from. Because Sam, you are correct. It is our name that show was the song "Singing in the Rain," but what is the show called that that song comes from?
0: I'm, I would have just said singing in the rain, so yeah. clearly and that it's is not. Correct. Oh, is
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that was a little bit of a, a tricky one. Okay. Uh, what does the word strike mean in theatre? Go on, Mark.
2: It's got nothing to do with unions. It's no. to take something off
1: the stage. It is, yeah, to remove an object or, or um, objects from stage or clear the set stage, et cetera.
0: I thought it was going to be when the producer got a whip out and
2: strike <laughs> <laughs>
1: that person down. Uh, what is the librettus, was question four... Any ideas, guys? Somebody
2: writes the Lambretta.
1: The Lambretta.
2: Lambretta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the person who writes the
1: book before yeah. they start inserting the songs. That's it. That's the person who writes the story, yes. the dialogue of the book. Well done. And the final thing was, what song is this famous lyric from? Every street lamp seems to beat a fatalistic warning.
2: Um, it's from a... a a song that haunted me as a kid because it's from memory. It is from Cats. That's correct. Yeah. And I've got an interesting fact. I don't know if it's interesting. I'm allowed to say it. Is that actually, obviously, everyone knows that most of the lyrics from that song, are, from the musical, are from T. S. Eliot's mm-hmm. p- poems about cats. But yep. actually, they that particular song was obviously the star of the show with mm. with, and it was actually meant to be Judy Dench. Dench, who was meant to, but she did her Achilles heel and she oh. had to drop out at the last minute anyway sorry I've got so many stupid facts about history um, but it actually they went through so many lyricists on that song and ended up Trevor Nunn who was a director actually ended up writing the lyrics for it ah. I think it was his debut as a lyricist and probably the end of his life. <laughs> <writing, but. laughs>
1: well I also want to say thanks to Carol Bader for um, emailing in as well yes Sam did give it away because he did get it right but you also got it right so thank you very <laughs> much Carol alright so I think we're just going to go to our interview very shortly. But before we do that, uh, you listen to River Radio. Please don't forget to get our um, app on your phone. It's on Apple, Android and Alexa. Listen again on our website. You can hear this programme again several times if you want. We're a podcast on Apple, Spotify too. So uh, get listening to your local River Radio station. Okay, so as I mentioned... Uh, we've got a fabulous interview with Jaden Vine, who is currently in the cast of Pippin, which I mentioned before. So let's have a little look at that. <laughs> So as I mentioned earlier, uh, I went and saw the musical Pippin at the Charing Cross Theatre and it was such an incredible performance. I had to ask Jaden Vine to come back into the interview chair so I could talk to him about it and get you guys to listen to how incredible this show is. Jaden, thanks so much for joining us again. Hi, it's nice to be back. So you were quite quickly brought into this production. When did you hear about it? Yeah, I started
3: auditioning, like, I think it was only a few days, to be fair, until it started. I think it was almost a situation where they had, like, two weeks to get a cast together and everything. So I actually got the job the night before my my first rehearsal. So, yeah, <laughs> quick <fantastic>. turnaround. <laughs>
1: well, it didn't show, that's for sure, because, ah, you, you know, obviously when I saw it, it was such a tight production. So the calibre of the cast as well is really quite incredible. I, you know, read through every CV and... It is stunning. Their experience and their shows is pretty second to none. What was it like working with these guys and had you worked with any of them before?
3: I'd never worked with any of them before, but all of them are just absolutely incredible. Like we're so lucky with the cast we've got, and yeah, I'm learning a lot from everyone. Like because most of them have been leads in the West End, and like oh, just unbelievable credits. So they're they're all super amazing. They're all super unique as well. So I'm definitely learning different things from different people,
1: which is a great thing about being in a nice oh, 100%. cast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and and the fact that it's only eight people. Obviously, I know that the director was really hoping to keep it at that number, and it was just yeah. It's the right number of people for the space. Uh, Mm -hmm. I hadn't been to the Charing Cross Theatre before, but it's, you know, a lovely theatre. So we really get to see you, your expressions, even down to, you know, listening to you play guitar. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, You
1: know, in it. So I'm sure you're grateful for those lessons that you've had in your life. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) But I mean, that was one thing I liked about the show is that it was very creative and very creatively put together. Yes, it's very 60s, 70s, uh, vibe understandable even had some Fossy stuff in there as well which i really liked because obviously yeah. he was the original director of pippin back in mm-hmm. broadway we saw you doing some pretty impressive moves um <laughs> <laughs> the flying kicks now what is that i mean like right in front of our faces you're doing these amazing things with your legs that we can't even describe
3: oh they're just like spaghetti they just they just go everywhere <laughs> no but extremely impressive thank you
1: did you have to kind of dumb down what you were doing in that respect because of the space or were you just allowed to do anything
3: Yeah, we had like a bit of free range. Nick Winston, who's the choreographer, he's just absolutely incredible. And he always said that he was like inspired by Bob Fosse and stuff. So that's kind of where that came from. And the choreography is so beautiful in the show. And it's amazing because it's only eight people. For instance, he asked me, you know, what what flips I have and like all the kicks and everything like that. And putting them in at different spots. And it's really nice. Show for me because they managed to like showcase obviously a few different things. So I could I play guitar a bit, play drums a bit, and yeah. do some tricks and do some singing and do some acting. And so it's it's really cool. It's a really nice show for me for me to do. And I think that's the benefit of having an eight person cast is that like you're on stage pretty much the whole show you know you get some really lovely bits when there's only eight people as well
1: yeah and I also think it's a good showcase for every single actor in the show because they all have a solo they all have a moment of glory they all have their little story to tell you know I I loved watching yours as well because yours is quite diverse you played a few different ages of your character I suppose yeah Both putting it I especially love the end which I don't want to say because (laughs) uh, that ending wasn't in the original
3: no, no, it's not. It was added in, yeah, it was added in like a few years after the original Pippin, but it's a really lovely ending. And for me, it yeah. really brings the show together.
1: 1998, I think. Oh, amazing. when that bit came in, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, No, I
1: agree. It kind of gives me full circle of that, which I think is lovely. Yeah. And the, the premise of the show is that concept of being directed and influenced in your life by different things and different mm-hmm. points of view, I suppose, mm-hmm. and different experiences that then sort of make you head into that direction this direction and then ultimately having to make the choice of what you want out of your life as well Uh, we talked briefly about instruments and you play guitar but you also play cajon and that's a lovely bit of Kit really for sitting on playing instruments, yeah, exactly. One of your cast members was playing castanets quite well, actually. Yeah,
3: she's pretty good at them, <laughs> yeah. So, my
1: question is, did she learn that for the show or well, was she already adapted?
3: No, the guitar for me and the castanets for her was something we brought to the show already with the knowledge of. Um, the cajons, because basically how our set works is that there's like six cajons around the stage that we all sit on because it's yeah. kind of like a storytelling circle, and then we Get involved with them and what we're sat on and the stuff like in the cajons become the props and it's obviously really like clever how it's done. Yeah. But it's a nice thing to to use the cajons for a couple of the numbers to play the drums. Is that that that's oh. all I learned uh, I learned there.
1: Yeah, but, but that's one of the things I love the most. I mean, obviously yeah. you have your keyboard player and your guitarist in the corner, but you know having that live feel cool. is is brilliant. And I'm so passionate about people being able to play an instrument of some yeah. <laughs> so they can do these good jobs. Um, Songs-wise, I love the songs in Pippin. Magic To Do, you know, Corner of the Sky, which I yeah. love because that melody keeps coming throughout the whole yeah. thing. What's What
3: are your favourite songs? I think there's a song called Right Track, which is my favourite, which is a duet between the leading player and Pippin in Act Two, and I just think it's an absolute tune. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know much about Pippin before taking this contract, so I did quite a lot of research and really kind of like studied the script and really studied the music and stuff like that because one I wanted to do a good job and then two I just found that I was just got more and more interested in the story and how different it is and how it can be you know seen in many different ways and that was one of the songs that when I listened to I was like ah this is going to be wicked so yeah. yeah probably that one.
1: Cool okay we might play that one in a minute. Yeah do it. <laughs> but yeah I liked the tension that was brought up towards the end of act two when I don't want to give the story away but it it was built so brilliantly and you've been made to feel really comfortable and enjoying things all the way through Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then it gets to this and you're starting to feel very uncomfortable yeah. And that's what theatre should be doing it should be challenged yeah. but it was really I'm thinking which way are they going to take this because yeah. <laughs> there's a few options here but I, I liked that I liked being challenged in my own thoughts uh, which I think is really important for theatre to do. But what what's amazing, really, Jaden, is that there's a cast of eight incredible creatives on that stage, mm-hmm. excellent actors. I mean, Ryan Anderson playing Pippin is incredible in that role. He really, really is. and And really endearing, and that's what you want. You want to be able to attach yourself to characters as well, don't you? Now, what's the situation with social distancing, and is that now finished? Like, can we fill up the seats now?
3: Technically, yeah, that is finished, but if there's any opportunity that they can social distance still, then the Charing Cross Theatre will. So they're trying to keep it still social distance and still with masks, but they understand now, obviously, it's actually allowed, you know, to put on a show without social distancing. So if there's a scenario, which I'm, you know, I'm sure there will be, that there's over, obviously, half capacity, Mm -hmm. then they obviously will put people together. But if there's ever a scenario where it's under that, they will still social distance and still, still, like ask if they can wear masks. But again, it's, it's not mandatory anymore.
1: That's brilliant. And Pippin is on at the Charing Cross Theatre until the 5th of September, is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And everybody should really go and see it because the ticket prices are fantastic mm-hmm. and doable for a family to go and see it. Yep. If you really are not sure about theatre, you should go and see this one. I know, Jaden, we've had you in the interview chair before, but I really wanted to make sure that people knew about this production, got off their backside and decided <laughs> yeah. to... Book some tickets. I've already been talking about it. And, you know, my friends are now going to come and see it, which is brilliant. Amazing. You know, I had a smile on my face, so did my partner, you know, watching it the whole way through. It was just beautiful. Oh, thank
3: you. Yeah, we absolutely adore it. We, like, we all adore the show. And I think we're very, 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 very proud of it. And I think that's obviously a lovely thing to go into work every day and be really proud of what you're doing and know that that as much as you know the the story might be a bit confusing at times but we know that we're doing a really good job and the show is amazing and we've had amazing reviews which we're so lucky about and yeah it's just a lot of fun and it's got a bit of everything and i think it's yeah it's such a nice day out as well
1: completely absolutely and it's right by charing cross station so how can you go wrong?
3: Exactly, super central, super central. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. So that's Pippin at the Charing Cross Theatre, eight performances a week. So plenty of opportunity to go and see that. So go to Charing Cross Theatre website uh, to book your tickets. Jaden, thank you so much for sharing a bit about the show that you're in currently. We'll always follow your career and uh, oh. be big cheerleaders for you.
3: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much. No, it's uh, so lovely to be back. Thank you for having me.
1: And here is the song that Jaden was talking about on the right track from the musical Pippin.
0: You look frazzled Peaked as any alp Flushed and rushed and razzle dazzled Dry your lips, damp your scalp Now I can see you're in a rut in Disarray and I'm not I must say, if you take it easy, trust a while, don't look blue, don't look back, you'll fall through in just a while. Keep those hopes aloft. Keep cool as custard. Trying hard, stepping soft. There's no trick to staying sensible. Despite each cul-de-sac, sac each step's indispensable when you're on.
1: the right track from the musical pippin and do go and see that at the train cross theatre so mark we're coming to the end of our show how have you managed well today? I,
2: well i hope i haven't let roddy down with um you know i don't my think. chat about things and,
1: <laughs> why would you have my done that four,
2: four out of five i did get four out of five yes that's i think i did good. better than sometimes he's done so that's yeah, that good. is
1: true <laughs> not that
2: i'm counting
1: <laughs> uh, no well done um so hopefully you'll be able to join me again in the future yes uh, when Roddy's on holiday of course because we've sort of agreed for him to have a holiday and for me to have a holiday so he'll be with his mate Al uh, for a couple of the programs as well but that's amazing wonderful thing about it is that everybody knows about theatre and everybody loves theatre and performing and singing and dancing and you know I mean Sam has been dancing his head off in this program (laughs) it's a little bit embarrassing but that's all right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway so we'll be back here next week uh, Roddy and I will be back next week um, thanks Mark for hosting with me uh, it was an absolute pleasure thank you good and here is the full song of our Name That show uh, Singing in the Rain um, so we'll see you next week for Stage Door stay tuned for all the great shows here
0: singing in the rain you're singing in the rain what a glorious